Hi everybody, this is Chris Campbell with the Food Institute and welcome back to another edition of the Food Institute podcast. This week we welcome Alex Ross of Shipt to the program and we're going to be talking a little bit about delivery overall, how Shipt is navigating the current delivery landscape and some plans they have for the rest of 2021 and into 2022. But before we get started, if you're new to the Food Institute podcast, please follow, like, and share. We're available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on LinkedIn under the Food Institute and at foodinstitute.com, where you can learn more about food industry data, analysis, and trends. I'd also like to take a moment to thank the sponsor of this episode, and that's Lazard Middle Market. Lazard has been providing customized advice on mergers and acquisitions, debt and equity recapitalizations, and financial restructurings in the food industry for over 20 years. Since 2000, the group has completed more than 300 transactions. And if you could use Lazard's expertise, feel free to visit lazardmm.com to learn more. If you take a look at the description of this episode, you'll also find a link directly to that website. So with that out of the way, welcome Alex to the show. And we'll start off by asking how he's doing today. How are you, Alex? Hey, Chris, I'm doing well. Glad to be here. Thanks. We're really excited to have you on the show today, and I was going to ask you to start off by just sharing a little bit about yourself, how you came to Shipt, and for those who may have been living under a rock for the last couple of years, maybe a little bit more about Shipt as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've been with Shipt for four years, but by way of lots of other hospitality technology and just hospitality companies, uh, inclusive of the Cheesecake Factory, Open Table, Expedia, and some smaller startups. Um, hailing from the Boston, Massachusetts area currently. And like I said, a little bit about Shipt. I know most people are probably pretty familiar, but for those who may not be, could you give us a little bit of background on the company and kind of how you got from inception to where you guys are today? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's it's definitely a real world story. I'll, I'll sort of quickly start with just uh, how we were founded, but um, our founder and former CEO, Bill Smith, was shopping like so many others of us with his young family and uh, ran into some snags, right? It's not easy going up and down the aisles with a newborn and a young toddler in in tow. He found out or felt there must be a better way to do this. And uh, that's that's where SHIP started, right? We are a same-day delivery company centered in grocery and home essentials. We're looking to drive growth for grocers, retailers, and CPG brands. And I'd say most importantly, helping them meet their customers where they are. We work with 130 plus retailers across the United States, leveraging a network of industry best, what we call ship shoppers, but individuals who are responsible, these 300,000 individuals who are responsible for really bringing the magic to life, making this really personal experience about convenience, time savings, and uh, ease come to life for for our users and members. So I'd imagine that user base and membership pretty much grew exponentially under COVID. And I think now we're seeing that delivery is becoming more and more of table stakes for a lot of people in the retail world. And I was going to ask, I think we could start off by just taking a look at this ever-changing delivery world. What do you think the overall strategy is for Shipt? I know you said you're a same-day delivery company, but now we have everything from 10-minute delivery to traditional fulfillment that takes a couple of days. So I think we could start there. Where does Shipt fit in on that delivery spectrum? Where would you guys classify yourselves? Yeah, yeah. So look, our, our priority is unparalleled value for our retail partners, our CPG partners, and and again, driving an exceptional experience to the customer. Um, we are very human in what we do. We use technology to be more effective, more efficient, and better. 
But at the end of the day, I, you know, I said at the beginning, this is the hospitality industry. It's all about people. It's all about experience. Um, the industry is moving fast. We are uh, at the epicenter of that and watching with a head on a swivel at all times. For us, it's about our community of trusted personal shoppers, a personalized app experience, and collaboration with the retailers, the businesses that we work with um, to drive a people first and value driven approach to what we do. This is all about relationships that are, are here to last. And we believe it's our responsibility as a part of that brand experience, as a part of that retail experience to bring that to life along the way. And, you know, our core responsibilities are from the store to the door. So we really focus on being experts there. In terms of sort of how we bring it to life in and, and, and what we do looking at, you know, all the different delivery speeds and all the different ways that retailers and brands can be serviced in this e-commerce space. There are three core solutions that Shipped offers, um, but the mission that sits behind it is best-in-class service and widening what I would say is the aperture for a retailer to better serve their customers and their communities. So our first sort of bread and butter solution, uh, what we are probably best known for from a consumer lens at, a very, at the very least is what we call the ship marketplace. And this is an alternate sales channel, another way for customers, consumers to find, discover, and buy from their favorite retailers. It's centered on a shop and deliver experience. It's, it's centered on a really personalized experience built on relationships and, um, and, and making sure that the customer is well taken care of getting the products that they want. We have a second solution that we call ship driven. This is our delivery as a service model. It's actually our fastest growing product line right now. Um, and what's been unique and exciting about it is it's launched us into other retail verticals beyond grocery as well. So there's a huge greenfield opportunity that we see in being able to better serve retailers and their customers from their own first party e-commerce websites, really extending the, the service parity elements of a same day delivery offering from their own website. And then lastly, we have a product we call Ship Platform. This is a super robust first-party site integration that's really centered on labor augmentation and helping retailers eliminate things like the capacity constraints that they are surely feeling right now as they head into Q4 between labor and supply chain uh, challenges. So I'd love to jump into a little bit about you know the retail aspect, but before we get there, I do want to touch on one point you brought up there, which is that you guys are very people-focused. And I think you see a lot of times, you know, automation is the buzzword at the sea level for a lot of people. And I think a lot of times that human element kind of gets left out of it a little bit. So can you speak about that a little bit more? What differentiates a ship shopper compared to maybe some other delivery kind of vehicles or companies? Yeah, absolutely. Look, it, it, people are our differentiator and we scream it from the rooftops. We fundamentally believe that um, we will succeed because of the amazing people that are part of the ship family, the ship network. This community of trusted shoppers, um, their responsibilities are to take care of the end customer and to represent the brands that we're working with day in and day out, as well as it would be done in the store. And I'd say, if not better, 
it's attention to detail, it's excellent communication. Those elements are what really level up the service experience. And again, they're aided with our really helpful technology to do that well. It starts with who and how we hire. Um, we are very, very picky about who we bring into this, into this ecosystem. We arm them with the ability to take great care of the end customer and make it personal. And we put them in a position to be able to do that time and time again uh, through some really cool features that I'd love to tell you about, but also just through flexibility, right? Part of what makes Shipped unique is the fact that you can be a full-time ship shopper and make this a, a career. You can be part-time and do it when it makes sense. If you only want to be delivering orders through Ship Driven and just driving around all day, great. If you love to shop and go up and down the aisles of a grocery store, there's a place for you as well. So um, giving that freedom and flexibility to our network of ship shoppers is, is a part of that secret sauce and what we believe helps them go above and beyond when it comes to extending the brands of our retail partners. I, I'd also love to just like kind of mention, because I think this is a, a leveling up of how service comes to life at Shipped and how we look at really bringing this mission to life. We actually just launched a new feature that we call our preferred shopper feature. It's first of its kind in the space. And essentially what we're doing is we're allowing members, users of Shipped to pref and choose favorite shoppers that have given them an amazing experience. And it works both ways. And the shopper is able to do that too. So as you can imagine, uh, what I'm saying here is we're going out of our way to make sure relationships are built and that they're leaned into day in and day out greater order frequency, higher ratings on these experiences, less issues that come with the orders themselves. Um, it's good for everyone. It feels good. And it has a really great business case to it as well. I was going to say, that's like a level of personalization that you don't often see when it comes to a lot of these delivery platforms. Um, I know, at least in my experience, even just going into regular customer service with a chat bot, you know, there's something that's kind of missing without that personal element. So very interesting to hear that you're going to have that kind of ability to connect specifically, especially as a ship shopper, right? Being able to pick a customer basically that you want to work with as well. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how that would work? Yeah, yeah. So I'll actually reference another feature because I think it ties into this nicely. So so along with our preferred shopper feature, we also launched uh, what we call dietary preferences. So my wife may have a gluten allergy and it's really important that our technology allows her to find the products that she wants, be recommended the products that would make sense for her lifestyle. But to take that a level further, what if we were matching you with a shopper who had that same dietary preference and understood how you would shop because they need to shop the same way as you. So by creating those relationships and bringing that connection and that network to life, um, we see that there's a desire for both sides of this puzzle, right? Both the, the shopper, meaning the ship shopper and the end consumer to feel connected, to be connected in a really personal way and to build that relationship. So it feels like you're actually shopping for someone in your family. It's a very cool feature, and I really look forward to learning a little bit more about that. But I'd like to touch on another item you brought up a little bit earlier in the conversation, and that was regarding kind of the supply chain crunch that's currently happening. And I'm going to use that as a segue into just the holiday season this year. 
And I know they're right around the corner. Obviously, we're starting to see Christmas and other holiday, you know, displays going up at retailers. So I was wondering what Shipt is going to be doing this year specifically to support retailers during this time. Are you guys deviating from a traditional strategy considering, you know, the un uh, I would say not maybe unprecedented, but definitely a, a challenging retail season. Let's put it that way. That's expected this year. So what's the strategy this year? Yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal question. Um, it's one we feel we're well prepared for. It's one we've had to navigate because uh, it is it is always amplified here in Q4, but admittedly COVID has put us all in a position to feel the strains and stresses of a tight supply chain and, um, you know, really meeting people's expectations in a, in, a, in a wildly changed world. So I would sort of summarize at a very high level and say, delivering confidence, saving the sale and energizing our ship shopper community are kind of the three key pillars for our ability to help retailers win and help the consumer win here in Q4. From that, that lens of delivering confidence, um, we have a responsibility of being available and being on time when someone asks for products. Delivering that confidence for us, we'll talk about our ship-driven product line for a moment, but there are a lot of different speeds into which a customer may need and want a product. We have the ability to deliver as soon as the next hour. We also have the ability to do what we call time agnostic or by end of day delivery. So giving that freedom and flexibility to the retailer, giving that freedom and flexibility to the consumer to meet their needs, depending on the type of product they're looking for, really helps. Furthermore, and a little bit different than some traditional carriers, we're able to deliver seven days a week with our last mile delivery solution. And we're not beholden to some of the more traditional and what I would say are becoming even more um, aggressively pushed up cutoff dates to be able to deliver product with a, a, on time and promised on time for the holiday season. You look at UPS, for example, saying that ground delivery is going to end around December 15th, but they're actually giving retailers, we're being told, even earlier cutoff dates so that orders have to be in to make sure that something is delivered you know, by Christmas, uh, by Christmas Eve. With shipped, that order can be placed the same day and we will deliver those order up until December 24th. So I think that confidence that we can provide in always being there and bringing that freedom and flexibility into the mix is huge. From saving the sales lens, this is a this is a really unique capability that we have because a ship shopper is a proxy for the in-store customer. We understand what they want. We understand if the products they're asking for are actually in the store or not. And it's our mission, it's our responsibility to find the products that they're looking for. If for some reason an item is out of stock, we're going to talk to that end consumer, let them know, and see if we can find the acceptable substitute for them. Now, again, technology allows us to lean into really smart ways to prep them so that they aren't disappointed for items that are regularly out of stock or being stretched because of the supply chain. But at the end of the day, it's about the personal sale save that this really comes to life. And, and we're seeing our retailers are telling us that for over half their orders, for example, at least one item is out of stock. We know that over 60% of, of those items, a ship shopper has been able to find a satisfactory substitution for, for the end customer. Um, that's obviously a really special moment, especially this time of year. 
And then lastly, and I think, again, this just ladders up culturally to who we are and how we approach our business, where we see our biggest differentiators. But for us to energize and engage with our ship shopper community, we're making sure we're leaning into them being excited to take care of people during these really special holiday moments, being available for them um, and doing it with a smile on the face, on their face. So looking at at things like investing in meaningful bonus opportunities and having frequent communication to engage and re-engage with our ship shoppers. Um, it's helped us over the past 18 plus months, and it's going to help us here into the holiday season as well. Yeah, so I think in a little bit, we'll go back into that last 18 months and maybe take a look at how COVID shifted your operations a little bit. But one thing I'd like to know regarding just the holiday season, you know, coming up, are there any other initiatives or partnerships that are going to support these operations this year? Yeah, phenomenal question. Thank you for asking. Um, So one that we are incredibly excited about and has recently launched is our national exclusive partnership with Visa. Every single visa cardholder across the country, we're talking about millions of Americans, half of America is going to have access to free ship memberships, which means free delivery for them. Um, This deal is first of its kind. This deal has massive implications for our retail partners, for consumers nationwide. And we are super, super excited to be collaborating with an amazing organization like Visa, but also uh, bringing all of these new customers into the mix for our retail and brand partners. Yeah. When I first heard about this, when you first told me on one of the pre-calls, Alex, I was very surprised just because of the, you know, the numbers that are going to be involved in this. This must be a massive expansion for your customer base. Is that fair to say? It, it definitely helps, right? We want to be available to everybody everywhere that we can. Ship services about 80% of U.S. households across the country. We're operating in you know 200 and 50-ish markets across the country. And this is about making shift a household name. It's about bringing our story to life so that customers can focus on the things that matter most to them. Um, We're here to make sure that when they need something, shift is available to them to make sure that they can get it. Well, I think a lot of people listening to this will be pretty excited to know they might actually now have a ship membership. So that's a yeah, very, no, little, no, little perk. <laughs> no, 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 no plug or anything, but ship, ship.com slash visa. It's pretty easy. Put in your visa credit card number and you will be eligible for a free ship membership. Perfect. Um, we'll probably throw a link to that in the description of this <laughs> as well so people can get there quickly. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk to you about, though, and we kind of alluded to it earlier, is that the delivery like scene is getting a little bit more uh, crowded, I guess is a good way to put it. You have everything from, you know, 10 minute delivery all the way to traditional fulfillment that might take a couple of weeks. And I think the question really is, how do you contend with this ever increasing number of players in the delivery market? Does it make you rethink your operations? I know you've said a couple of times on this already that you feel that you already kind of have that you know, special sauce already in place to make sure that your operations are running quickly, but just the blistering pace of development in this scene, you know, how does it make you take a look at your operations? Does it make you reconsider certain offerings or is it something that you feel really confident right now with the offerings you have that you'll be able to kind of withstand all these changes? How do you kind of look at this scene right now? Yeah. Well, first of all, we look at it with eyes and ears wide open and a lot of a lot of excitement. Uh, there has been a ton of inflection points, I'll say at least in the past four years that I've been at SHIP that have, have further solidified um, you know, the need for e-commerce capabilities for last mile delivery. But 
it's fascinating what's going on. It's super exciting. And there are a lot of players in the space. We feel lucky and fortunate to get to be one of them and to be an industry leader in it as well. Uh, this is not new to us. So what we do, we do really well. I think I'd say holistically this. Everybody's trying to bite off a chunk and understand where can they excel and maybe be best in class in their own right. Shipped, we feel like we know what we're great at. And there's little interest in being what I would call a Swiss army knife that is decent at doing a lot of things. We want to be the best and sharpest chef's knife in the kitchen. We know that we are awesome at providing incredible service. We know we are awesome at delivering on the last mile. And we've done it time and time again from a grocery lens and now even beyond grocery, uh, both between next hour and some time agnostic future day, same day capabilities. So I think you'll see us continue to really double down in what we're experts in and make sure that we never lose sight of being able to, no pun intended, but deliver on that promise day in and day out. We'll always keep our head on a swivel. There's a lot of interest in faster speeds. There's a lot of interest in some of these slower delivery speeds. Um, competition makes everybody better and uh, it drives a lot of innovation. So we're excited to be a part of it. Yeah. And speaking of that innovation, I think we could probably talk a little bit about how you're expanding a little bit beyond grocery. And I guess I'll kind of put these questions together. But, you know, earlier this year, we saw at least at the Food Institute, DoorDash and some of the other, you know, traditional food service delivery companies kind of making a little foray into retail. So I know you said already that you've expanded just beyond grocery. So here's the two part question. What other services are you kind of providing beyond just grocery delivery? And do you see yourselves moving beyond retail into that food service space or any other kind of delivery? Kind of get the idea that you already answered this a little bit, considering you're saying, you know, you want to be that sharpest chef tool. But I'm just wondering, you know, do you see any opportunities beyond just, you know, retail specifically? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the interesting thing about, you know, our ship driven product line in particular is that it it's a white label solution, right? This is happening behind the scenes. We are, we are working really hard to make sure who stands out at the epicenter of this delivery experience is still the retailer themselves. So um, what I will say is we deliver prescriptions nationally for CBS. We are delivering alcohol and other age-restricted items for some critical retailers all over the country. Electronics nationally for Best Buy. We just launched the other day a national partnership with Abercrombie and Fitch. That one's a little bit personal. I, I may have had my first retail job uh, working in an Abercrombie and Fitch, so it was exciting to to bring it full circle there. But yeah, I mean, we are paying attention across a ton of different retail verticals. Um, some of my favorite stories and some of the most difficult challenges that we have ahead of us are in things like our partnership with Party City, where we're delivering balloons at a level that is jaw-dropping, right? Who would have thunk? But I guess in a pandemic-ridden world, you know, people are still celebrating and celebrating at home. And there's something vastly different about delivering bags and bags of balloons to somebody's party than there is making sure that their prescription or their couple bags of groceries show up when they expect them to. So we work really, really closely with our retail partners to understand the uniquenesses of their business. We work really closely with them to understand the expectations that their customers would have. And um, I think you can see and will continue to see shipped 
growing beyond what was, you know, our foundational and first retail vertical of grocery um, and continuing to, to spread our wings there. And I think your comments about COVID are also a great segue for the last set of questions I want to go over with you, Alex. And I think, you know, just at a broad level, you know, obviously COVID-19, I don't want to say it completely changed everything, but it obviously kind of skewed a lot of operations. I think you guys were probably in a spot where it was somewhat of an opportunity compared to a lot of other companies. But I was just wondering, you know, challenges, opportunities, what did COVID-19 do for Shipt and how did you guys respond, you know, as the nation started shutting down and people were more reliant upon delivery? Yeah. Yeah. So look, I think there was a whole world of unknown and challenges for all of us, and we still face many of them. Um, So that's not lost on us. Between labor shortages for retailers, again, supply chain issues, general safety for for the public and everyone involved, you know, all of those elements and considerations are at the epicenter of of what SHIFT is doing here. Um, We've seen explosive growth. We've seen a great adoption of a customer's desire to lean into and leverage e-commerce and the industry advanced five years plus in a matter of months. What, what I would say is those trends are sticky. They're still happening. Uh, we're paying attention to the Delta variant and what that could mean for our retail partners, for our ship shoppers, for, for consumers, and how we make sure that uh, first and foremost, safety is is, is paramount here, right? Like how do we make sure everyone stays safe? Um, but then how do we bring back a line and level of normalcy? Maybe it's a new normal, but so that people can continue to live their lives in an effective, efficient manner and, and feel the satisfactions that they want. I think probably the, like the best way to sort of sum this up is we stay close to CDC guidelines and making sure we understand what needs to be done and how we can do it effectively, efficiently, and safely. We have leaned into technology to uh, make sure that there are options to make people more comfortable, things like implementing to default contactless drop-off, arming our ship shoppers at the peak of the pandemic with things like masks and gloves and hand sanitizer, right? We invested millions of dollars so that was complimentary to them so that they could execute their work and feel safe in doing so. at the end of the day, I think the underlying statement here is the pandemic has transformed delivery from a luxury and, and a convenience to a must-have, right? This is this is a staple in people's lives, and we want to make sure when they need to get something, they have the option to get it at home if they don't want to go out to the store uh, or need to be focused on something else. Yeah, one of the follow-ups that I had noted was about, you know, whether or not this consumer behavior was sticky. So I was hoping you could talk a little bit more about that. Um, You know, understandable if you don't have any statistics in front of you, but just anecdotally, did you find that a lot of customers that were first time continued to, you know, engage on the ship platform after the pandemic? Did you find, you know, customer growth there that was sticky or is it mostly, you know, existing customers that are just increasing their purchases or using the platform for other retailers, et cetera. What's that dynamic like? Yeah, no, listen, sticky for sure, right? Um, there, There is no question that uh, customers, especially now, as we've, as we've kind of exited, we'll call peak COVID, um, they want to shop from retailers in multiple ways. That could be in store, that could be curbside, it can be delivery options like shipped. Uh, at the end of the day, 
a customer who shops all of those ways is a stronger customer for the retailer. And that's what we want to make sure that we continue to enable. Um, growth is there. Growth continues to be there and we see great adoption rates. We want to make sure that the, the needs that the consumer has, the needs that the retailer have are met through our services and our solutions. Um, so that, so that, online shopping and e-commerce order is is as easy as as convenient as any other method that they may want to leverage for for getting the products they want all right and i just have one final question for you alex and it's pretty forward looking but hmm. what's next for shift what else is on the board i know we had a couple of things that you brought up today but any initiatives any programs you could tease that might be coming down the pipeline yeah you know look i think I'll start by saying uh, we're laser focused on Q4 right now, right? This is all about execution and yet again, another super unique holiday season. So um, I would go back to quite a few of the statements I made earlier, which is let's pay attention to what's directly in front of us and make sure we're, we're excellent in those efforts. Um, as we start to move beyond the holiday season, and look to what else is out there. The underlying approach that SHIP takes is one that is centered again on, on, on human elements, human interactions, personalization, and great experience. So I will say fundamentally, and it's probably been one of my favorite reasons for, for working at SHIP and being here as long as I have, we have a very, very clear understanding of who our key stakeholders are, and they're always in our mind when we make any decision that we do. Our partners, i.e. retailers and brands, our ship shoppers and the end consumer. And I would go so far as to say, if it isn't good for all three of them, we're probably not doing it. Um, we care very much about making sure that this is a, a, a good for all when we build and that technology is not overrunning the human interaction, the personalization and the service experience itself. I'll, I'll also throw out there really quickly that I think, you know, retailers as a whole will continue to redefine the way they approach their business and, and looking at ways to reach more customers, better serve their most loyal bases. And we want to be a part of that journey, part of that exploration with them. If we had all the answers, we'd either be doing all the things already or, you know, approaching business in a very different way. We are highly collaborative and what makes us different is the way we lean into the relationships with our partners to understand what they're trying to accomplish and building our business around their needs, not assuming we understand what they're looking for. Um, this, is, this is a team game, right? And, and we want to be there for our partners as we, as we approach the future and what will be the next five you know, plus years again. And I think I speak for everyone at the Food Institute when I say we will be keeping a very close eye on Shipped over the next five years. Really excited to see what you guys do and how you guys continue to grow. So I think we can close it up here. I want to thank you very much for your time today, Alex. Uh, for anybody that wants to learn a little bit more about Shipped, where should they go? Ship.com. Ship.com slash Visa if you're looking for that free Ship membership. And if you are a retailer or brand, we also have ship.com slash partner, uh, where we can give you some more information about ways we can work together. So we'll certainly share the links to those in the description of this video. But once again, Alex, thank you for your time today. Hey, thank you. And that's going to wrap it up for us this week on the Food Institute podcast. Please remember, if you're new to the Food Institute podcast, please follow, like, and share.
And once again, I'd like to offer my thanks to Lazard Middle Market for sponsoring this episode. Till next time, this is Chris Campbell, signing off. Mm -hmm.